Welcome to the club, cause you're that kind of nerd. Hello, and welcome to the club. This is That Kind of Nerd. It's a show where we talk about the nerdy things we're passionate about and judge each other on what we bring to the table. I'm your host this week, Josh Burns, and I'm joined by CJ Mellon and Brian Thornton. Ooh, that was nice to hear. That was that was good. Feels good to hear that again. How you doing, everybody? Brian can't be asked. He can't be asked. I, I don't know what to say because chat GPT is at capacity. <laughs> <laughs> I got that message earlier today and I was like, no. Okay. Well, oh, my God, we're good. Since relaunching the Best Nerdy Podcast on planet Earth, we have a new show format. We're going to bring topics, and at the end of each topic, maybe throughout, I'll be judging the conversation and awarding points to my co-hosts. The winner at the end of this show will be the host next show. So we each have a topic. Um, I Because I was hosting, I kept mine pretty short, um, and I'll, I'll leave it to... Um, to you guys to, to carry most of this. So what do we, uh, how do we, how do we want to do this? The CJ used the wheel of names. Who was the first name selected? Uh, I was the first name selected in the wheel of names. Your topic. All right. I'll, I'll I, I can go first. All right. So, uh, I, I have an interesting, uh, interesting to me topic. Uh, who knows if it's interesting to the rest of the world, but I was scrolling through my Plex library the other day, uh, looking at movies. And I was like, I just, I need to watch something. I just, I can't sleep. I want to watch a movie. Um, I, I, I finally watched Glass Onion last night after thought and deliberation because I decided I wanted kind of a mystery thing. But a movie that I was kicking around to rewatch was the movie Passengers uh, starring Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, I don't know if you guys had seen the movie Passengers. No, no, because one of you watched it and was like, don't watch that. Listen, I, it, I believe it was CJ who watched it. But for it, some reason, he's watching it again. I think I think we have a recorded him saying, no, don't watch that. I have. Listen, don't watch it. It had such great potential. Right. But unfortunately, they did this. They did this movie incorrectly in the sense of they did it from the wrong character's perspective. This movie would be a lot more interesting if you got it from Jennifer Lawrence's character's perspective rather than Chris Pratt's perspective. Then it becomes this, like, suspense, thriller, horror gone wrong. It becomes a a mystery at this point. Uh, And and I thought to myself, okay, I'm curious because you two are, are incredibly smart people when it comes to movies. Is there a movie or a book or a series, whatever you want, right? Is there a story that would be better or just more interesting to watch from another character's perspective. Oh, uh, interesting. Um, interesting question, CJ. Wish you would have warned me about this beforehand, <laughs> so I had some time to think about it. Well, you know, don't don't always don't always want don't always want that, right? We could watch the whole MCU from Thanos' perspective. <laughs> I was actually going to say, and I, and I don't That'd think be this different. Would make this. I, I don't think it would be better. Sure. But I, I, I would say, you know, in regards to the MCU, just to play off of Josh there, MCU uh, from normal Joe Schmo's point of view. I'm a rando guy in New York and this shit. Isn't happens, there a TV right? show about that now? There's not yet, but there is a comic book called Marvels. And no. you said that and I immediately thought of, of this book by Kurt Busiek which is all about these huge events in the Marvel Universe happening and a reporter who's viewing it from the ground, right? Um, I don't – and if there's not a TV show about it, Josh, or if it's not there's not one in the works, you tell me because I, I do think that would be a great concept for a show or a movie where we get to see, okay, hey, what was it like for Joe Schmo to be blipped? What was it like for Joe Schmo to see Doctor Strange fighting – you know, some netherworld being in the middle of Times Square. What what was it uh, like to watch, you know, Spider-Man fighting at the Statue of Liberty, right? Like, I, I always think that, that a story like that would be interesting. Now, you want me to say what would be better? No, I mean, at this point, even just interesting or different, right? Like, like what would be, would you, like, you would watch either a TV show or a series or a movie Right from from a character's perspective, right? That's sure, a that's sure. a good way to to kind of you know to kind of have that. Um, I'm trying to think of, of movies that are not Marvel or DC that <laughs> be interesting. You know, I need to get the characters. Well, while you do that, I, I was I was asking my wife this question just to see is there any merit to this question, right? Because sometimes I get a stupid thought in my head and it works, and sometimes it doesn't. 
And, uh, you know, I kind of asked her, what what do you think it would be like to watch the Harry Potter franchise from Neville's perspective? Knowing that being the almost chosen, the one? almost chosen one. But listen, while he is the almost chosen one, his life is still completely uprooted and and traumatized and and terrible because even even if he's not the chosen one, his parents are essentially dead. Right? Yeah, I I, I think that question has been asked, and I really yeah. don't care. And, I, and I Neville really wouldn't don't. be the character. I don't think that would be the most interesting. Like Draco Malfoy or Draco. Mm. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Someone, you, you, someone wanna... in Slytherin, someone who is, especially someone like Draco, right? Who or Dumbledore, or one Dumbledore. of those two, right? And <clears throat> look, I, I think I, I've always, um, I'm always a fan. I'm, you guys know I'm a fan of of vampire flicks, um, and and not in like the obviously Blade's amazing, but we're gonna take that. Out. I would love to watch a movie from the vampire's perspective. Not from not Blade, gotcha. Not Blade, but like you know, not from the guy hunting the vampire. Like I right. want to, you know, he's just a good guy, and not not like a Hotel Transylvania kind of way, but kind of <laughs> like not not far off that. Sure. I I and I found the character's name I was looking for. Um, I would. Th- I don't know if it would be better. It would certainly be interesting. It might even be a little funny. I would not mind, and, and it doesn't have to be a whole movie. Mm-hmm. Give me like a half hour, forty minutes short. Of Memento from Teddy's point of view. <laughs> like following Guy Pierce around, propping all these breadcrumbs, trying to figure out, like, point him in the right direction so that right. he kills the right guy. Like, I mean, I, I, I think that would be interesting, right? Like, I think, you know, you th- that, uh, and I mean, spoilers for a, what, 20 year old movie at this point. Um, but you get to that twist and you're like, oh, holy crap, like, you know, this guy's pulling the strings the entire time for, you know, his friend. Like, how does he choose, you know, who who um, who Leonard's going to go after? How does he make those decisions? What does he do to point him in the right direction? And, you know, does he, like, you know, do any research? Or does he, like, think – it's like the de- – it's the Death Note thing, right? right. Uh, only, you know, the Death Note movie was trash. The Death Note anime is great. But, like – this concept of I have carte blanche essentially to off people who have done bad things. How do you go about making that decision? Does that corrupt you morally? Like how? Like do you get a god complex? Like I, I wouldn't mind seeing something like that. Um, other than that, two points, <clears throat> Brian, for uh, an original person. I, I would never have thought about Memento from from Teddy's perspective. That, that is a good I was, call out. I, I was thinking like. Mean Girls from Regina George's perspective, <laughs> or, or like, or like, or like Back to the Future from Doc Brown's perspective. What about um, um? What about the Prestige from the Twin Brothers' perspective, who's just in hiding the entire film? See, but he's not though, <laughs> because they're both the twin. I, I get it, but like, I mean, one twin is pretty much in hiding for most of the film. I mean, like, could no, you? No, that's not that's not true at all. That that's your mm, okay. Oh, you I gotta gotta re- this I makes me this makes this me one. feel like you completely missed the point of the movie. Listen, there, I have to rewatch it, but go go there, for it. There's a there's a, a a running theme through the movie where Rebecca Hall says to Christian Bale. It's true today. Some days you love me and some days you don't. Today you do. Right. Right? Meaning that she can tell, well, look at his eyes or the way he says it or whatever, when it's when it's the twin. Right. And they, they, they switch all the time. It's If the one brother was in hiding all the time, he wouldn't have had to chop his finger off. You know what I mean? So, like, it was this constant. It, they were always switching places until the one got locked up. Yeah. No, I, I, I get it. Um. You know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see Avatar from the perspective <laughs> of anybody who was not involved in Avatar. <laughs> just some random guy living his life on Earth. I will watch just, that for three hours. Just like I would like to see Star Wars from anyone's perspective that has no connection whatsoever to a Skywalker, right? I would uh, love no, to see no. That. No, why, no, no, no. Why wouldn't you go immediately to Darth Vader's perspective there? Oh, that would be. Like, yeah. The, uh, but the I want Star POV. Wars I want original. POV of, of Darth Vader's part. Give me the mask. Sure. Star Wars original trilogy is great. I'm fine with that. With like, But all of the prequels and the sequels, yeah, right? I, I, I'm fine with that not being from a Skywalker perspective. What, what about the uh, 
I would, I'm again. I, I'm with Brian on just a short, just a clip, just a thing. I just, just, just for funsies. Can you show me the perspective of of Fight Club from one of the people who joins the club and watches Tyler Durden, like from Jared Leto's point of view? Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. like give, like give me that where I just like I get roped into this thing. This guy seems a little off and a little crazy, but you know what? I'm I'm totally with them. And then being like, oh. Oh, this is fucked up, right? And just get that reveal for it. How about any Bond film from M's perspective? <laughs> Where damn, M's just got to gotta, like cover up form. all the ridiculous bullshit Correct, that Bond yes. is doing. Be like, he blew up what? <sighs> Russia? Right, hang on. He blew up all of Russia? <laughs> I think that would be fun. I have Just to file out bureaucrat- another HR sexual harassment complaint. We have to have another seminar. Yes, he has to go how about, through. How about, how about Mission Impossible <laughs> 3 from Michelle Monaghan's perspective? Oh. That'd be crazy, wouldn't it? That would be fun. Yeah. I, I mean. Because you just think you've got a normal life going on. And then, right, bam. You've got a normal life. And now and all that's um, chaos. That's night and day. No, no, oh. it's not. No, 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 no. It's night. And no, day. it's not night and day. And yeah, I was thinking night, night and day, day except like Forgot he kept telling day. her how crazy things were going to get. Like he kept preparing her. June, she was great, but he kept preparing her. Right? This was not. It's not the same thing. That's not the same thing. Okay. Um. There, but there. I'm thinking of. There's other movies where like, oh, I just found out my husband. True Lies. It's True Lies, yeah. but mm. you know Jamie Lee Curtis, obviously, like. Oh, I just found out my husband's a spy. But th- there's been a movie like yeah, that. And no, I can't yeah, remember. But, like it. that's I get it, but again, sh- th- like but that one goes extreme. Like the mission a mission impossible goes in ex- she's tied up to a chair, she's threatened yeah. with death like Yeah. It it is a torture. I mean, uh, that that's the one with Philip Seymour Hoffman, right? I'm trying to yeah, remember. Right. Yeah. Like yes. that scene is intense. Right. And doing it from someone who just thought, yeah, I have a pretty boring, you know, husband to holy shit, I'm tied to a chair and you know, I'm, I'm being tortured. Yeah, it'd be interesting. So you you get the record scratch at the beginning, so you're wondering probably how I got here. And you, yeah. you get that kind of perspective. <laughs> That's right. Ferris um, Bueller stay off in the perspective of anyone who's trying to save Ferris, you know. From Cam. From Cam's oh, perspective. From Cam's perspective would be great. Yeah. Yes. And Indiana Jones from Short Round's perspective, from Marion's perspective, from his dad's perspective. I mean... What about Indiana Jones from the, the, the school administrator's perspective? Going, where the fuck is Dr. Jones? He's never here. He's never I never here. know what he's doing. We need to find a substitute again. Have you seen his <laughs> syllabus? It's practically non-existent. <laughs> what about um, The Curious Cage of Benjamin, but- Benjamin Button from Daisy's perspective? I've never seen that movie. Is Daisy Kate Blanchett? I saw what? it one time. I've never seen Benjamin. I, it I never, oh, God, it's amazing. It I must have watched this movie ten times. Me. It was never like it was never like. Oh, Ooh, I want to see what oh, that it's looks so like. So good, you have you to know? watch it. It's so good. Like and and not just because like Brad Pitt particularly, but like the entire cast is really good. Right. Yeah. No, I believe you. It just it was one of those things that I was like, eh. This reminds me of it was a very short lived show, and and I don't remember if it was DC or if it was Marvel, but it starred uh, uh Dandy Pooty and and a whole bunch of other people that were. It was DC. It was called Powerless. Powerless, right? It it was no, no. It was called Powers. Powerless was the Marvel comic book series. It it was a very unique perspective of you're living in. uh, If it was DC, then. Damn it! It wasn't Powers. Hang on, I'm gonna find the name of this. I know what you're. It was like wasn't it? Wasn't it like an insurance company or something? No, no. Or a law firm or some shit. I thought they were this, PR. God damn it. This was, this up. was, hang on. I'm looking it up right now because I watched the entire series. I did too. It, 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 it had, um, it shows you, it had Vanessa Hutchinson. It's powerless. It's called powerless. Is it? Yeah. Because that's also the name of, of a, that's of a Vanessa Hudson. Yeah. Powerless. Okay. It's powerless. So this was a, a, a totally decent concept, but it was, uh, yeah. Yeah. It was an insurance company. This Joshua is what Wright. I was talking about when you but started saying. But it was completely saying, executed, totally boneheaded. Yeah. They forgot to bring the funny. Um, yeah. Okay. That's that was it. But that but that is a fun. And again, I know that exists within comics too, right? That there's the cleanup crew for the the MCU, Damage control. right? And you get all of that, and you're just like, okay, again, interesting to see that part. Anyone's perspective of Metropolis the day that Man of Steel happened, right? Just going about your day, and then skyscrapers are getting cut in half, and you're, you're yeah. I mean, we kind of got Bruce Wayne. You know what I mean? We kind of got that. We did. Yeah, we got was, one shot. That, of that. I was yeah. gonna say that, and then yeah, you know, we got we Bruce Wayne. One, one shot. It was a whole scene. It was like a whole. That's right. They were selling a jeep. That's right. 
Right. And, and, and like, listen, like, like, and you saw it from like a very radicalized point of view, right? A very much like kill the alien point of view, which isn't everybody's point of view. But like, I, listen, I'm not going to wax poetic about how terrible fucking BVS is. Um, <laughs> we'll be here all day. But, but what I will say is like any, any series that you could think of with like a villain who is either misunderstood or is kind of put upon, I, I think about Captain Hook, right? And I think about the fact that like, is he really the villain, right? There's like been all sorts of like stories told from his point of view and thing. And that stuff is interesting, right? Because like really – Captain Hook's he's just trying only, to stop Peter from kidnapping children. Right. He's, he's <laughs> right. the only adult in a land filled with prepubescent kids who were – and he's just trying to maintain order, right? Poor guy is just trying to be like, listen, you can't be like stealing children in the middle of the night, right? <laughs> like I wouldn't mind seeing Hook from Hook's perspective, you know? It, it's it's one of those things. Like we, we could sit here and talk – for hours as I continue to think of other this films. Yeah, we of, can. There's the episode of Scrubs where they do basically all the B-list cast, right? The, the C-tier people and yeah. and they follow them throughout an entire day and you're just like, oh, right, okay. This is a show that actually cares about like the background characters and says, oh, they have lives, they have needs, they have a whole story speaking, to them. Speaking of which, one more. Thinking about two, Vanessa Hudgens. Two, so go ahead. Ooh, good, good, good. Thinking about Vanessa Hudgens. High School Musical from anybody else who goes to that high school who's not singing him, like looking around and be like, what the Why? fuck are they? Oh, poor Troy. He can't choose between basketball and being the leads in a play. Oh my God. What a jackass. Like, <laughs> oh man. To be fair, that was partially my perspective throughout high school. When, oh, when the you poor thing. Right, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I know Mama Mellon was very tough no, about no, no, going no, no, to no. basketball. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, I, there were people who played sports who then did the plays. Were like, this is tough. I'm like, shut up, get out of right. here. But like, I'm not great. talking about someone who's in the basketball on the basketball team or someone who's in the in the theater. We already got that. I'm talking about the guy like me who didn't do a ton of extracurriculars, who just wanted to get in and get out. And then I'm sitting in the cafeteria while they're all dancing on the tables, trying to eat my fucking grilled cheese sandwich, and be like, like, dude, like. The world's not about you. Well, there we go. Can, just we, drop, can we move on? We just dropped Brian into different movies now and just get his perspective on this. God there damn it. Go. My car is destroyed again because of the Hulk. Fuck. This is the fifth time. Well, I would have I would have insurance that covers that. <laughs> That's right. All right, Josh. You said I, you had two more. I have two more, and then and then we'll move on. I have uh, – uh, I would like to see Chuck from Casey's perspective, and <laughs> I would like <laughs> – and I would like to see House from Cuddy's perspective. Oh, another one where it's just like, let me just deal with and all the bureaucratic work. He right. he just what he he temporarily killed a patient. All right, I'm very sorry. Let me deal with the lawyers. But the guy got better. Okay, our, he got better. Our insurance yeah, is going to go up. Okay. Well, Why are we the fun? only hospital with a diagnostics <laughs> department? Why are we the they only? They actually one? aren't. Like, listen, I, I just rewatched that entire series not too long ago. There's. There's multiple storylines of Foreman like, I got this offer from another hospital. Well, yeah, because, their because of House. And like, then they close it down after Foreman fucks up. There's no way that it's the only hospital it's, with it's a not, diagnostic It's not the only hospital. They don't close it down. They fire Foreman. Right. Because Foreman does a house risk. And the the, uh, the Let's tendon, get that. There it is. There's the, the that hospital. You hire Foreman the thinking medicine, this is going to be great. Um, the chief of medicine says, I hired you. I didn't hire House. And pretty much says, I, I can't trust you. And lets him go. Right. So like they exist, but it, it was always interesting to Josh's point. The few moments that we did get to see from Cuddy's perspective, like the, the brief scene where she's trying to talk down the patient and or she's in a board meeting. She's talking down a patient after something ridiculous just happened. Right. And she's just like, but he got better. Right. <laughs> like it turned me I, into I a newt. <laughs> I would not I would not mind. I would not mind seeing that. That's always fun. And. <laughs> Or even like even Wilson's perspective, right? Josh just like the poor guy trying to do just run his oncology department, constantly getting roped into these ridiculous yeah, scenarios. Yeah. Why that is he has so many in. surgeries? You're an oncologist. Why he are you has to be crazy? there? Watson has to be next to Holmes at all times. <laughs> Very true. That is the rule. At all times. All right. We're moving on. Brian, do you have a topic you would like to discuss with us? Um, I actually I, – I, I thought CJ was going to steal my topic. I was getting very angry as he was doing his intro. Um, and and it, it's it's topic adjacent, but it's not the topic. So I've actually been holding on to this topic for months. And obviously we know, you know we've had some issues recording between my laptop going down and obviously I'm getting over being sick. My entire family was – all this fun stuff, right? <laughs> 
So the, every week where we're like, hey, are we going to record? And, you know, one of us has to cancel due to unforeseen circumstance. I'm like, God damn it. I, I, I still have this topic. So I'm glad CJ didn't steal it at the last minute because I would have been so angry. You're, you're welcome. Um, Can I get points for not stealing this topic? Yeah, I, I'll give you a point. One yay. Point. I saw a trailer for a movie a couple months ago, and now that movie is out. That's how long I've been holding on to this topic <laughs> for. Have you guys seen the trailer for the movie Megan? No. Um, I not no because it looks terrifying. Um, it's, okay. It may look terrifying uh, at points, Josh, but it, it, it's a horror movie, right? And it looks like the worst piece of shit I have ever seen. And I must see this film. <laughs> it's one of those films. I watched the trailer and I'm like, oh my God, this looks so bad. Right. Yeah. Great. I have to see it. Oh, man. I have to see this train wreck. And if they were able to even salvage it, right? So Megan is about a uh, a daughter – well, not a daughter. A little girl loses her, her parents, uh, goes uh, to live with her aunt. Her aunt happens to be big wig scientist working on some AI robotics, right? And this uh, robot takes the form of this little girl called Megan. And – Aunt, in her infinite wisdom, decides, let's test it out with this daughter that I now have, uh, this young girl who is impressionable, who needs a friend, who is grieving. Let's give her a friend in Megan. And the the, the concept itself is, is a little ridiculous, but you can see where a horror film will come from this, right? Megan is tasked with protecting the girl. So... Even someone who's looking sideways at her, Megan takes that to the extreme and wants to chop their head off or things like that, right? Right. Um, so it's one of those AI gone too far. And in celebration of AI gone too far, I wrote some more of this topic's introduction with ChatGPT because <laughs> uh, it finally came up. So uh, I'm going to read what uh, ChatGPT has said and then I'm going to pose this question to you. So – As a film lover and nerd, I've seen my fair share of bad movies, but some stand out as particularly terrible. One of the worst movies I've seen is the 2015 fantasy film Seventh Son. I've never seen it. The movie had a star-studded cast, including Jeff Bridges and Julianne Moore, but the story was convoluted and the special effects were underwhelming. It was a complete waste of time. I would be remiss if I did not mention 2008's film The Love Guru, starring Mike Myers, The movie was supposed to be a comedy, but it fell flat on every level. The jokes were not funny. The acting was terrible and the story was non-existent. It was a complete disaster. So that's what ChatGPT wrote. Apparently, ChatGPT has seen some movies. This is very meta. This whole topic is incredibly meta. So I'm asking, I'm I'm giving all this build up. Hopefully you guys are seeing where I'm going. I'm asking you this question. What's so bad, but they're good movies? Do you... Don't oh. care how how bad they are or what oh the critics God. say. It's one of those films that, like, I know it's terrible. I know it's awful, but I still love it. What are those movies for like you? Like the guilty pleasure movies. Yes. Because I have a feeling I will see Megan, not in the theater because I have a young child, but I will see Megan and it will be one of those oh, this is so terrible, it's funny, and I kind of love it for it we, type of films. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal a shared experience, and then I'll, I'll come back to think of another one. But, but <clears> the, And mainly because the three of us went and saw The Meg. <laughs> the Meg is awful. That is yeah. a bad movie. Objectively, hands down, a bad movie. But God, Jason Statham kicking <laughs> in that movie, right? You almost kicked that shark. We were so close to it. It was very close. We were so close to it. That is a movie that is critically bad. It it, it had no choice. It had no chance of being good. But I, I'll watch it again. If you put it on right now and was like, "Hey, we're gonna watch the Meg," I'd be like, "All right, I'm down. Let's let's watch the Meg." Funny story. Uh, not too long ago, we were looking for a movie to watch, and Cassandra loves shark films. We watched Jaws every year. We watched The the Shallows with uh, Blake Lively. Loved it. And she said, I know you've seen this film. I know you're not a fan of it, but can we watch The Meg? And I was like, <laughs> hell yeah, we can watch The Meg. And I paid $5 to rent it. Oh. So it wasn't even like, oh, it's free. But like, no, I actually paid money to see that film again. And it's still terrible. Just FYI. See, I think a lot of, um, I think the problem is that a lot of, 
um like horror and action and um like get just shoved into this so bad it's good right for like it's well it's all about the like Jackie Chan's who am I right I love that movie I love it I love it I love it I love it um I'm like and, and there was um like I feel like I feel like you 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 saw you saw the like recurring Tommy Wiseau TikToks and you're like oh this has to yeah. be a topic <laughs> the, the room the room is definitely uh, on that list right I it's not like a, a movie that I'll watch but like if like or like be like oh it's a Saturday night I have a million other things to watch but let me put on the room but yeah Josh like it's one of those films that like someone says hey do you like the room be like it's definitely interesting and I do enjoy it for that right there was a there was a super early I mean super early Jim Carrey movie called Once Bitten. Oh yeah, I remember. I remember this film. Yes, um, it was like 1986 ish. Um, it was like Jim Carrey and Lauren Hutton, and it was God, was it awful? But I love it. I love it. I still. And that's the see. Here's the other thing. I think you put a lot of like 80s campy crap in there. The sure. Last Dragon is probably in my in my top 20. Yeah, and it's, it's an awful movie. I mean, God, watch it. One time, you know, oh, this is the worst acting ever. Pray for Death is a ninja flick from the mid 80s that I still love. Iron Eagle. I will oh. never stop loving Iron Eagle. And that is a bad movie. That is a bad movie. But I love it so much. It's it's one and it's funny, you, you hit it on the head, right? A lot of horror and action tend to, to hit in this realm. I will tell you, um, I have one completely off the off the beaten path thing that I've seen that you probably have never seen, and one that I know you guys have seen. Um, I watched a movie in my in my teenage years called Robo Geisha. Um, it was a it, you'll 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 probably you probably would never have seen it. It's obviously it was in my phase where I was like just actively searching for bad films to watch, right? And it, it's it's crazy. It's over the top. There's uh, legitimately a robot woman who somehow turns into a tank at the end and during the climax fights a building with like little stubby arms. Like it's bad, but it's hilarious. The thing I know you've seen Mortal Kombat Annihilation is one of these. Yeah. Well, see that I was about to say like all the Mortal Kombat movies, the street fighter movies, anything Jean Claude Van Damme, right? And then time, and time then, the Expendables we, we is even one of those movies too. Right. Sometimes I agree. Expendables is is so bad that it's good. And uh, uh, Roadhouse, Patrick Swayze. Oh, Roadhouse. Roadhouse is amazing. Uh, Point Break is another one. Like that's these movies are beyond badly written, poorly acted, poorly directed, just terrible even stories. Terrible. Right. What is he going to do? He's, oh, he's going to rip that guy's throat out, I bet. What? <laughs> no, he's not. Right? Like, and you think about you think about bad movies that we have seen in the X-Men order, <sighs> right? Where you go, that is not so bad, it's good. It's just it's bad. Just it's bad. just bad. It's just yeah. bad. It's, it's, well, that's, so like, that's kind of what I'm saying, right? So, like, some of these, like, crazy, cheap, like, low-budget, campy, they're just, they're just good. They just feel good. Right. Nothing but trouble. Nothing but trouble. Um, Demi Moore, Dan Aykroyd. Um, come on. You've I'm, seen this movie. Chevy Chase. I've never seen I've never Nothing seen, But I Trouble. I have no idea what you're talking about. Look it up. Nothing But Trouble. I'm looking it up now. It's an amazingly bad movie. It's uh, so good. Can you put Too Fast, Too Furious on this list? Because Too Fast, Too Furious is a bad movie. I was I was gonna I was gonna say too fast too furious definitely falls into this camp. I've seen the cover to Nothing But Trouble, Josh. I've never watched it. Oh, hold on. I know a movie that one of you two has seen that is so bad it's good, and and I don't know which one of you it is, but one of you likes Ambulance. Oh, me? That's me. There you go. That's Josh. Josh, that movie is so bad. I am a listen. I am a like a. If if something is sub twenty percent Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> gimme. If it's and I got I got I got to pull up a list because I know I've watched a lot of these. Oh, I loved I love all the White House Downs, all the oh, all yeah, the Gerard those. Butler. I went and saw the third one in yeah. Fa- Angel Has Fallen in theaters. I put down and I was like, listen, 
We where, know where this are you is at bad. on Geostorm. <laughs> Geostorm. Yes. Uh, yeah. Pretty much. If you peruse, how did this get made? I'm just like, I'd watch that. I'd watch that. I'd watch that. Nope. I I did watch that one. Okay. Yeah, I've I've watched a bunch, right? Like, and, and I uh, the reason I ask this too is not just because of the Megan trailer, but if you go, I will tell you right now, if you're looking for things that are like completely off the beaten path. Amazon Prime has got you covered. Oh, man. <laughs> I have watched. Does it ever? Listen, I watched a you... movie called Zombievers. <laughs> Zombievers. Josh, is, the things you love, it's zombies and beavers. You should nope. watch it. You I don't know watch... why we're worried about zombie beavers. What do they do? Just eat more wood, I guess, right? But That's like, right. It was awful. And then obviously there's, you know, of course, Lamageddon. And Velocipaster, Velocipaster, which I know has gotten a lot yeah, of press, that's a right? Classic one. Like, look, Bruce Willis has made no fewer than twenty <laughs> movies in the past two years. Like, and yeah. they're all terrible. Give them all a watch because they're worth it. They really are. There's one with him and Frank Grillo. I'm like, this is great. Nobody likes it. I like it. I, I I've heard, and well, I mean, Bruce Willis is in about five percent of all those films, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I just was thinking, uh, for the past four months after I saw this movie, Megan, and I'm like, man, like there are like, there, there are certain studios or, and certain filmmakers who make a movie, who advertise a movie and they know they don't have gold on their hands, right. but they know they're going to capture that niche audience. Gerard right? Butler's got a one out right now called pilot. That is exactly the same kind of thing. We're like, Oh, okay. And it's got the guy who plays Luke Cage. I'm sorry. I don't remember the actor's name. Michael Coulter. Yeah, where you're just like, this looks terrible, but like, I'd fucking watch this. Like, I'll wait for this to come out on, on a streaming service. I, I will sit down and give this my time. American Anthem is a movie that my sister and I watched when we were kids. Uh, I mean, the movie, I don't know when it came out, um, but I just I just looked it up. It has a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> American Anthem is a zero on Rotten Tomatoes with a 65% audience score. 1986. Yep. American Anthem. Steve Tavari, the gymnast. It's amazing. And like that. And then obviously there's those films that are like, oh, I love the cause nostalgia reasons. I think Mortal Kombat, oh, both yeah. of them fall into well, this like, category. Mortal Kombat is also just like, we never thought we were going to get a Mortal Kombat movie. And okay. they're like, oh, um, the trailer for American Anthem is, all, is auto playing, and there's a guy named Mitch Gaylord in it, really? <laughs> yeah, the main character is played by Mitch Gaylord. Um, have but yeah, like I, I think I think I oh think the Sorcerer's like, Apprentice. I'm sorry, the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Oh, amazing, is, amazing is is when you watch it again, it doesn't hold up. But I would also love to. It watch It holds a up. I would love to watch a sequel. I, I think a lot of Nick Cage's career, unfortunately. Think think about it. Think about Face Off. Right, like they're making another one. I know. I can't wait. But and like, it was so is, bad. That is definitely a movie that, like, if I were to actually think critically about this film, it's not a good film. No. Peach. But it's I just so for awesome. Hours. It's so fun. Nick Cage gets to do his Nick Cage thing, right? And, like, it's always great when you let Nick Cage out of the bottle a little bit. I think about this Renfield movie that's coming out. And right. I'm yes. Like, yes. 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 I'm yes, like, yes. this is probably going to be one of those films, right? Because – I, that's another movie where I watched the trailer and I said, this this looks terrible. And the reason it looks terrible is not because of the subject matter. I don't mind seeing a movie uh, about the guy who is, you know, grabbing people for Dracula, if right. not, played by Nicolas Cage. I think that's an amazing pitch. But then once they start throwing in, like, Nick Holt doing, like, Matrix martial arts, I'm like, no. <laughs> no, this is going to be awful. You could you could have had a, a legit kind of serious dramedy about this, but now we're throwing in martial arts, and now I can't take you seriously. That's like um, Warm Bodies, right? That's another one. Again, Nick. Nick I Holt. actually I highly enjoyed Warm Bodies. Yeah, well, Warm, bo- right. Warm Bodies was one of those films when at the peak of Twilight Fever and Hunger and all those teenager fucking like YA adaptations we were getting. Warm Bodies is like. This is stupid. Let's show people how stupid it is. <laughs> right. You yes. know? Um, that's why I appreciate that film so much. Um, this but yeah, good, like this I, is a good like, walk down down my my terrible movie collection of just going, this is a bad Yeah, movie. I mean, I haven't I even looked it. at what I have in my movie collection. Yeah, I, I was doing that. Things, I'm just like, oh. I think about all the things that I picked up for like two, three bucks, five bucks, just to be like, ah, 
It's a movie. I like that person. Let me check <laughs> it out. You know. Let me just let me just look at the the stuff I've asked you to put on Plex. <laughs> the Black stuff that Light. you've asked me to get for you, Josh. Yeah. Blacklight is an 8% movie I asked you to put on Plex. Good Morning is a comedy, like a half-baked sort of thing uh, starring Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly. That's how bad yeah. that is. I'm yeah. tell- can I tell you, when I downloaded that movie, my computer was like, why? No. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's a lot of – I ask you put, to put a lot of bait because I love – and Laura Laura's like – she's like, oh, it's – it's really bad. You must love this. I'm like, I do. <laughs> I like really bad shows. Seriously, when you think about like some of the shows that that I have absolutely loved over the past however many years, look like the the, um, the Shield. That's a that's bad. It's, a bad. It's, it's bad, right? But I love it. The Unit, terrible show. It's um, I love it. It's amazing. It's so great. The new Quantum Leap is that for me right now, where I'm watching this going, this is awful, and I cannot stop watching. I'm so excited. Give me more episodes. I I just had this flash across my eyes, and I was like, Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers is one of these. And, like, it's a bad film, and, like, movie critics will be like, oh, you need to view it as satire. Even as satire, it's not that good, right? But Anything with Ruby Rose. Anything Anything with with Ruby Ruby Rose. Rose. And you know what got me down to Starship Troopers? I was thinking, you know, Michael Ironside does a lot of these. You know, like, Michael Ironside's one of those guys who's like, when are you filming? Two days from now? Okay, I'll be there. I'll be there. Yeah, I'll be there. (laughs) Absolutely. And, you know, good for him. What do you need me to do? Smoke a cigar and and furrow my brow? Yep. I'll that. be there. You 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 got it. Because uh, um you know th- and this reminds me of of you know the other part too, which is while I love Kevin Smith, Yoga Hosers is a bad movie. It is, but I it's do. A this is bad a perfect movie, example. I, I do love it. Yoga Hosers. I do enjoy Yoga Hosers. Anything the Wayne's brothers have done in the past, I don't know, thirty years since they've been born. And when when I say the Wayne's brothers, I'm not talking about Damon. No, you mean or Keenan Ivory. I'm talking about Sean and Marlon, right? Um. Even even the semi good stuff. GI Joe: The Rise of Cobra. Is love GI Joe so bad, so bad. And I love in it. that same vein, pretty much anything Channing Tatum does falls in this category for me. Um, the Lost City. Did you guys watch? That? I just watched. I, it, oh, it's so on my good. watch list. Is it? Is it so bad? It's, it's so it's, good. It's, okay, it's enjoyable. It's definitely it's enjoyable. So good. So, I, I have TV shows that are like this more than I than I have movies. And the worst part about a TV show is you're like, I'm going to invest 13 hours. You're invested this, for several hours, right? Yeah. Like, uh, like Ordinary Joe, uh, uh, stars James uh, Wolk, and and he is so bland, but also the story is so good, but also it's terrible. That I'm just sitting there going, I'm watching every episode of this. Like, without a doubt, I this is a, I know it's already canceled. I know they're going to cancel this at the end of this season. But I am here for every fucking minute of this. Give it to me now. Uh, Power is that way. Power is, oh, it's such a Power is that show on Stars, isn't yeah, it? Uh, is or it or on is Stars? Stars? Yeah, yeah. And they've done like three spinoffs now. So there's a couple shows on Stars, uh, both that are produced um, – uh, in some way by 50 cent power has like there's like five seasons of power and then there are like three or four spinoffs i i haven't gotten mm-hmm. there yet i'm working my way through the first and then there's uh, uh black mafia family um and that has its its um root in a true story um detroit in like the 80s and 90s and and, and then present day um but so I'm watching both of those, and and Black Mafia Family just started another season. It's it's really solid, but Power is so soap opera like that it's just terrible, and it's <laughs> awesome. I, I cannot I cannot stop watching. It's so good. You know um, this. Go ahead. The Cape was like this for me as long as we're on TV show. Six seasons in a movie. Six <laughs> seasons in a movie, right? Like, but like I remember watching that show week to week and be like, this this is not good. It's trying no. to be dark, but it's not dark at all but i kept watching it because i'm like this might be the only tv show i get with a superhero in it right and like i like summer glow little did i know fast forward what's 10 years later we have all the the marvel universe on tv right now but this this reminds me of (laughs) one other thing uh that is uh, having a renaissance right now and and i and i was just like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm just gonna embrace it i like nickelback i don't get the hate 
Nickelback Ew. is a fine. Listen, no, no. Josh, no. Ni- listen, listen. <laughs> no. Nope. Are you telling me Brian, the hero right song now, from Spider-Man comes on and you don't immediately okay. go? There's a I hero. need to correct like, you, you yet again this? on this. I don't. Hero is not by Nickelback. Hero is by Chad Kroger and the guy from Saliva. I don't remember his name. Um, it's not Chad technically Kroger is a, Nickelback. It's not technically a Nickelback song. I will t- give you this, CJ. I Nickelback like some Nickelback songs. Nickelback's there's, not that there's, bad. It's, listen, there's a handful. Listen, there's a handful. I am not saying Nickelback is the greatest rock band in the blah blah blah. No, no, no. Nickelback is 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 acceptable. Nickelback is good. Nickelback has songs that you know every fucking word to, right? Uh, no, and no, and I listen. Uh, I'm not ashamed I, of it. Just like I'm a Creed fan, I'll never apologize for loving Creed. Uh, you really gotta do this to me when my voice never is apologize for loving Creed. <sighs> I'm not doing it. I'm not welcome him with arms wide open. Stop. And uh, no, Um, I'm I'm going to wash. I'm going to wash those two things out of my mind by uh, (laughs) thinking about Summer Glau just a little bit more. And deducting right. points from CJ. That's right. I'm I deduct <laughs> points from you for sure. And I'm going to move on. My um my topic, uh, albeit short. Um, CES wrapped up last week or a week ago ish, and and um, there's always some good stuff. And I encourage everyone to go check out the good stuff. And sometimes we even make fun of the bad stuff. So I went and I took a look at the worst of CES, and I was this is where the folding disappointed. Mate came from. Hmm? CES is where the folding mate came from. Yeah, yeah. So there's, I was, there was an item that was in like the, the home gadgets. It was a featured thing, and I'm thinking for sure this will make the worst of CES. <laughs> it did not. Um, the worst of CES. Uh, apparently, there's just a lot of stuff out there that is um, uh, gathering data, including uh, uh, a little device that you put in your toilet and pee on. Yes, I saw this. I now I'm pulled up CES. I'm not talking about articles. that. I'm, I'm actually going to avoid. I don't. I don't care. I, yeah, look, if you don't want your data collected, don't pee on something voluntarily, <laughs> right? But that's not the thing. The thing that I want to talk about did not make the worst of CES. As a matter of fact, it made the best of CES. And I think this is just about the worst idea ever. It is a thirty-eight hundred dollar. AI-powered self-driving stroller. What? No. Nope. Because that's what you want to put your baby. What? Nope. It is an AI-powered. Go to just go to um, Gear Patrol. Go. I'll put it in the show notes. You know what's funny? I just looked up self-driving self-driving stroller, and it's on thisiswhyimbroke.com. Like it's the best thing in the world. No. Oh yeah, this is gonna be all the rage with uh, no. the with Richie Rich parents. A, uh, an AI-powered self-driving stroller. Now, I, I'm fully aware that it's going to have some sort of tie to your smartphone or device or whatever. That, like, there's going to be a proximity thing. Uh, of course, right? But, man, I don't know. Well, I don't think no. we're there with no. AI yet where I'm going to put my infant uh, in the care. You know what? My stroller Here's, has a yeah, leash like, on it. How long? How long? Brian and CJ, how long have we had um, OEM installed um, rear view cameras, backup cameras? How 2013, uh, I think. Yeah, when ten, about yeah, a decade. About, about, about ten years. About yeah. a decade where it's, it's, it's been consumer available Correct. in every car. Mandatory right? at this point for new cars. Basically. Yes. Right? Yeah, like I don't use my rear view mirror and anymore. And still, and still. They suck. In a brand new, in my wife's Jeep Grand Cherokee, right? It's a 2021. So it's not brand new, but it was brand new when we bought it. We've had it for that long. Every time I back that thing into the driveway, it slams the brake thinking <laughs> I'm going to hit something. Every single time it slams the brake, my head hits the, the, the thing up top. It's wonderful. Every time. There's a rock my baby function to this? Oh, yeah. So no. I'm going to, that we in a world where we can't master not avoiding imaginary obstacles. I'm going to put my baby in something. <laughs> yeah. Right? That I saw a that shadow. We, it's that over. Not, that not only that not only drives them like okay, it's not like all right, it's self it's self driving. Maybe maybe I don't wanna maybe I don't maybe I want to walk the dog, right? Sure. And or you're running stroller, right yeah. and have the stroller like walk beside me. Sure. Right. Now I could see that being somewhat tolerable correct but this thing gets to decide <laughs> it gets to decide what happens no 
And that's not even how they're like advertising. So like I'm seeing all these headlines, right? Uh, the one headline, the self-driving stroller is perfect for parents on the go. You know what's also perfect for parents on the go? A stroller. A regular <laughs> A regular stroller. stroller. Yeah. Like, and as the newest parent among us, I, I like – I I never have taken my son out for a walk in that stroller and thought, you know, this this motion, this is too much. I <laughs> this can't do to this. Be, this is, you know, I enjoy spending time with my child, but it could be just a little more convenient. Here's the thing. Every picture I see of this is of the parent, mostly the mother, which that's a whole other issue. Oh, yeah. I got but, problems with. Yeah. That. Don't don't get me started on the way things like, like this are advertised. But the parent, like power walking behind the right. stroller. Right. If you can't hold – if you want a power walk, good for you. You deserve it. Health is important, right? You can hold the stroller. My fucking stroller has a setting where I, I flip it up and I can jog while holding the stroller. Yes. And it, it's shock absorbent, right? right. So it so doesn't tussle the kid around. Right. That's the, all I need. The, the other marketing material is – I have to hold my child, and now I have a stroller. Oh, this is so inconvenient to carry with me. It has four fucking wheels. Just put one hand on it and carry your kid. This here's here's the AI this is using, and you 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 guys both know this is true. This is based off like the DJI drones that can follow you, right? So you throw a drone in the air, and you're like, look at this face. You see this face? Yeah. You stay with this face no matter what. Now you see that tree? Yeah. Don't fucking hit the tree. Okay, I got you, bro. It's in the air. There are far less obstacles to encounter when right. in the air. Does it judge? Does it judge um, uneven? How, can it judge uneven? I, I'm sure it can judge sidewalks? it, and it's like we can go over this. We can make it. Hold my beer. Yeah, we got, we, we got this. We're good. Hold my beer. I got. I know, you know, does it know the difference between a puddle and a divot? I don't know. You know, but here's here's what I do like about Brian uh, uh, and what you just said, and and I, I I'm awarding you points for for joining. The merry band of, of fathers who are enraged about how <laughs> products are marketed. Um, so to get even more meta on this topic, I still have ChatGPT pulled up. And <laughs> I asked it to write a review for the self-driving stroller. Oh, and no, no surprise, the AI loves the idea of an AI stroller. <laughs> um, the self-driving stroller yes, is a game give me changer. Your children. Game changer for busy parents on the go. It's the stroller that can be controlled via a smartphone app, allowing parents to navigate through crowded spaces or busy streets with ease. You know That's what helps the, me navigate through sentence. busy streets with ease? My hands. Yeah. let's, uh, Josh, and you would know better than anybody because you, you've been to way more cities than I've been. But, like, if I'm pushing my child in a busy street, like, I don't know, New York City, Philadelphia, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. My fucking hands are not leaving no. that stroller. If I could climb into the stroller with my son, <laughs> yeah. I would. Yeah. I don't trust anybody to not knock into my freaking stroller, let alone an AI. What, an AI is supposed to pivot when that asshole who is about to spill his coffee on my well, stroller is right. just what if, out what in if front somebody, of me? What if somebody bumps the what – what if you're like waiting at the, the cross thing and somebody bumps it? What happens then? I'm ready to walk. You have indicated I should walk into oncoming traffic. This fills me with the exact same opposite emotion of what the Foldy Mate filled me with That's right. seven years ago. <laughs> That's right. I am enraged that this is even something that we thought needed to exist. Don't push. Um, just steer. Oh, my God. It's not a big deal. Again, as the newest father in the group, I am, I am lazy as fuck sometimes. I get it. It is not that big a deal to push a stroller. It is not that demanding or taxing. And – you, there's no one in the world who is this busy. You know what this is for? This is for the the asshole parents. And, and yeah, I'll, I'll stand by that statement. Who want to be on their fucking phone going through TikTok or updating their Facebook or whatever the fuck they want to do whilst going on a walk with the kid. That's what this is for. Because I still yeah. don't know where you could walk, where you could possibly. I mean, I guess if you lived in like Sweden, right, where everything is <laughs> wide open. And everything is nice. If this was uh, just uh, – I, I see that it has a Swedish kind of name to it, right? If this was just, hey, they have this thing in Sweden, I'd be like, yeah, good for the Swedes. They probably – Yeah, it that. makes sense. They're, it makes they're sense leaps ahead of us. That's fine. Or like, or like if I was living in um, 
the Dubai ring that they're constructing, <laughs> right? If I was living in the ring right, neighborhood right, right. where I, I just never need to go outside. Sure, yeah, that's right? makes that's sense. Probably like the uh, just the like underwater the halls of the hotel, right? Like the underwater complex in the Meg, right? You just like walk around in a circle. Yeah, perfect. Right, like if you if you were in a Disney resort, <laughs> the resort, not the not right, the, at the park. park. Yes, right, the resort with the giant hallways sure. and the wide open spaces and not that many people. Yes. To be fair, even the robots not. that bring you room service aren't very good. I still wouldn't put my baby inside of it like it was a yeah, Kryptonian I'm, I'm still, pod. I'm still trying to get a, get my head wrapped around trusting in a, something to deliver an Amazon I was going to say, this is, this is valid and technology yeah, for like Domino's CJ, wants to send a pizza to you were going to say something me. a minute ago. Yeah, yeah this, this is valid technology for pizza and packages, right? This is great. <laughs> Okay, the moment you put a living br- – you, I could maybe go as far as you could put a dog in this nope, and I would be nope. okay. You cannot put my dog in I this. I would be – well, I, like a toy – no, no. You have a toy dog? You have, I have a toy dog, right? I, ha- I, don't I have a 15-pound kind of dog. dog. I, no, right. I, I have a Papillon. I would put her in this because – I well, you know. Well, you're hoping it gets hit by a bus. Well, it should be all right. <laughs> <laughs> I am not advocating for my dog to die, Josh. But I'm just saying, you know – I wouldn't put a there's there's a there's a limit as to how much a precious life could go in this, and I draw the line at toy dock, right? But I also wouldn't even put a uh, hey, I just bought a new Mac. Put this in a robot and ship it to me. I wouldn't I wouldn't put that in in a robot. So if you want to deliver a pizza, you want to deliver a package, you want to send me room service, put it in one of these things, but not not your kids. Not your kids. This is no, no, thank you. Well, listeners, I, I, I encourage you all to go look at the best and worst of CES. Uh, there are some cool stuff uh, there that really innovation continues and, and our technology and bullshit like this. Our technology continues to get thinner, lighter and also better. So I, I please go check out the best of CES. There's some great stuff. This was not among them. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to score everyone. Uh, and then we're going to close the show out. So what I have um, for the score, uh, CJ, I thank you for your initial topic. It's very different perspective. Five points. Uh, not not stealing uh, Brian's topic. Uh, one point. Um, awesomely bad contributions. Three. Uh, the the technology that's valid for pizza and packages. Two points. And you lose two points. For Nickelback and Creed, <laughs> one inch, um, <laughs> leaving you leaving you with nine points. Brian Memento from a different perspective, I thought was incredibly Solid. original. Two points. Um, Avatar and High School Musical from anyone else's perspective, <laughs> four points. Uh, uh, the awesomely bad contributions get three. Based on Megan gets one. Uh, joining us, outraged fathers gets a point. You lose one point. Uh, for never having seen Benjamin Button, okay. um, you are you are left with ten points. Woo! I declare you the winner Close and the host of our next good. show. Um, and I will, uh, I'll thank you both for joining me. I'll thank everyone out there for joining us, uh, making us your walk around the neighborhood or your drive to work. Or your walk without your baby. <laughs> or yeah, or your, your hands you know, free, your hands your free, hands free baby walk. walk. <laughs> Actually, if you if you have this product, can you unsubscribe? Can you just leave? It's okay. Yeah. We don't need you. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, you can find us on uh, basically any social media platform at That Kind of Nerd or on Instagram at That Kind of Nerd Podcast. That is correct. That is correct. And we will see you next time. Well, welcome to the club because you are that kind of nerd. 